This is Brad Milkey of ABC News Start Here podcast with your sports update. Down one star, the Golden State Warriors keep winning thanks to the rejuvenation of another. We'll explain coming up. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Warrior star Clay Thompson is out for the 2021 season with a torn Achilles tendon, but in his absence, two-time MVP Steph Curry has stepped up in a big way. Curry sits near the top of the league in points scored and three-pointers made and set a new personal best with 62 points in a single game. This ABC Sports Update was brought to you by Progressive. Drivers who switch to Progressive can save an average of $668. HD you are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Good morning, I'm Shalini Umachandran, and this is Mint Light Morning Shot. A quick update on the news you need to know before you start your day. So grab a cup of coffee and let's get started. Donald Trump has been nominated for the 2021 Nobel Peace Prize by a Norwegian lawmaker. He's put forth the US president's name before. This time, Christian Yeder, an MP for the Progress Party in Norway, has nominated Trump for helping broker a deal between Israel and the UAE. In 2019, he nominated Trump for his diplomatic efforts with North Korea. Last year, Trump himself said he deserved the Nobel Peace Prize for his work on North Korea and Syria, but then complained that he probably would never get the honour. French luxury giant LVMH has said it is calling off a deal to buy the American Tiffany & Company, citing delays to the proposed $16 billion agreement. The delay is linked to a U.S. plan to impose tariffs on French goods. The deal was to be closed in November, a date that Tiffany's has pushed back. This has caused LVMH to pull out, according to the statement from the French luxury giant. Tiffany has countered this with a lawsuit, seeking to enforce the merger agreement. Experts say this could just be a ploy to reopen the negotiations at more favourable prices once the trade sparring subsides. A new and lower price would take into account the market conditions which are still disrupted by the pandemic. LVMH made the deal as it wanted to expand into jewellery, which it still wants to do, and there are very few independent groups of scale that it can buy. On its part, Tiffany's has said that LVMH has been seeking to leverage the U.S. protests against police brutality and the COVID-19 pandemic to seek a lower price. Days after the International Olympic Committee said the postponed 2020 Olympics will go on next year no matter what the COVID situation, the Tokyo authorities have said the Games will be held by all means. But hosting the Games is a costly affair, made more expensive by the pandemic and Japan's recession. A new paper from Oxford University's Side School of Business explains why nations should think twice before bidding to host the Games. Every Olympics since 1960 has run over budget, at an average of 172% in real terms. 
That's the highest overrun on record for any mega project, whether roads, bridges, tunnels, IT projects, dams. The Olympics has overrun them all. For the summer games, the largest cost overrun was Montreal in 1976 at 720% over the budget. The smallest cost overrun was Beijing in 2008 at 2%. The average sports-related costs of hosting the games are $12 billion. Non-sports-related costs, such as for building infrastructure, run to several billion more. The IOC has countered this study with one of its own. It cited research by the Sorbonne, which said that organizers broke even or made a profit at all games for the last 20 years. At every US Open match so far, Naomi Osaka has worn a mask to make a statement. Her masks display the name of a person who's recently borne the brunt of racial injustice in the US. At her quarterfinal match, which she won 6-3-6-4 over Shelby Rogers, she wore a mask with the name George Floyd on it. He, of course, is the African-American man whose killing by police sparked anti-racism protests across the world. Osaka's parents are of Japanese and Haitian origin, and she has spoken out about the difficulties of this in the past. This was the fifth of seven masks that she says she's brought to the tournament. So far, she and her masks have made statements in support of Trayvon Martin, Ahmed Arbery, Breonna Taylor and Elia McLean. The families of some of these victims of police brutality have come out in support of Osaka and thanked her for her gesture. The 22-year-old Osaka faces Jennifer Brady in the semi-final on the 11th of September. And in Hollywood, five years after the Oscars So White hashtag, The organizers of the Academy Awards have finally said that diversity and inclusion will be a requirement for the Best Picture trophy from 2024 onwards. Even before COVID-19 kept us at home, we spent hours at our desks. And we knew from studies that sitting raises the risk of cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes and cancer. But what if you lounge on the bed or the sofa while you work at home? It's technically not sitting, right? Well, it's just as bad for your health, according to a professor from the University of Virginia. His name is Arthur L. Weltman, and he wrote a piece in The Conversation in which he said, any waking behavior that's associated with low levels of energy expenditure is sedentary. And any sedentary behavior puts health at risk. He's not even talking about going out and getting exercise. He just wants us to move regularly, to do things like household chores or walk around the neighborhood. Any small movement can counter being stuck in one position for most of the day. Your benefits from this activity begin almost immediately and any amount helps, he has written. But how much activity do you ideally need? He advises about 60 to 75 minutes a day of moderate activity or 30 to 40 minutes of vigorous activity. But do get moving, he says. You are listening to Mint Light Morning Shot with Shalini Omachandran. You can reach out to me on Twitter at ShaliniMB or on Facebook and Instagram at HD Smartcast. To listen to more such podcasts, do log on to HDSmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.